It is a Saturday morning when we have a bit of a wine chat with our friend from Haskell's, Jack Farrell. Good morning, Jack. Hello, Jack. It's in the afternoon here. Oh, I tell you what, we're having a little bit of a communication issue. I'm not sure uh, what what the uh, problem is, but maybe... Maybe you could just try calling us back. All right, I will. Oh, there you are. No, no, you're okay now. I can hear you just fine. Okay, great. <laughs> We're still in bone, wrapping up our trip. We come home tomorrow, and what a trip it has been. We have still in bone, wrapping up our trip. We come home tomorrow, and what a trip it has been. We have seen the highs and the lows in all of Burgundy. It's just been marvelous. And the weather here is about the same as this home. Quite hot, but still with a nice breeze, it's very, very comfortable. And today we're fortunate enough to be with some old friends and entertained en famille with a barbecue, etc. However, I said last week I would talk about Beaujolais. And that's where we were yesterday. And Beaujolais is such a beautiful part of France. The rolling hills. uh, I mean, it's just hard to imagine a prettier wine setting than you see in Beaujolais. And Beaujolais, unfortunately, has suffered sort of a black eye because really of Beaujolais Nouveau. Beaujolais Nouveau became so popular. It became synonymous with Beaujolais with a lot of people. And a lot of those Nouveau Beaujolais have kind of a bubblegum sweetness to them that real wine drinkers soon tire of. And while Beaujolais is kind of a fun wine to be quaffed when it's delivered, just fun, it has diluted what is really one of the great wine areas of the entire world. Beaujolais makes a marvelous, even white wines, the white wine from Beaujolais, it's often superior to Macomb Blanc, and it's made 100% with Chardonnay. And a white Beaujolais is a delicious variation on Beaujolais. However, the main grape type in Beaujolais is Gamay, and they make a wonderful, wonderful white wine, a red wine that most people just absolutely love. There's some, the crews of Beaujolais, that's the villages of Beaujolais. Uh, like Bruy, Cote de Bruy, Moulin Naval, Régine, Julianas, Chinas, uh, Fleury, uh, it, it, the list goes on and on. But even a simple Beaujolais village can be a real treat. It's full of fruit in the nose, cherries, uh, raspberries, etc. And at this time of year, while it's, the thermometer goes up so high, chilling Beaujolais is entirely acceptable. The only way to drink it, quite chilled. And what a delicious wine it is to have chilled. It's just marvelous. Yesterday, we were fortunate enough to be at Chate Puree, which is owned by our good friends, the Boisses. And what a lovely time we did have there. We had tables outdoors set overlooking the Valley of Bruy, And it was just about as beautiful a setting as anyone could possibly imagine. And our good friend, Jean-Claude Boisset, helped orchestrate the dinner we received with some music and a celebratory thing of Kathy, my wife, and myself's significant birthday. And we had a traditional birthday cake 
I mean, it was just wonderful. Of course, accompanied by the wonderful wines of Puree. And it's different today because they, they're they really trying to elevate Beaujolais. And believe me, they're doing a great job of it. There's become a bigger interest in the United States in Beaujolais because it's not all that cherry pop type flavor of Nouveau Beaujolais. They really make some wonderful wine. So they have a movement afoot here to develop crews of Beaujolais. That's uh, significant areas that make better wine than the overall uh, Appalachian, like Brewy, and then you have uh, Coat something Brewy. And they've got about 11 of them that they'll probably enact in the next three or four years. And believe me, no one will be disappointed in buying those crews of Beaujolais. The wine is just absolutely amazing. This is not your grandfather's type of Beaujolais. It's a wonderful wine. In fact, I was talking to the winemaker, telling him about a Moulin Avant I had many years ago that was 40 years old. It tasted like a fine old Burgundy. They really have done a wonderful, wonderful job uh, with Beaujolais and in increasing the quality. It's just unbelievable, in my opinion, what has happened here. Uh, the, like you say, we were kind enough to be at the largest estate in Beaujolais, the Chateau Prier, that's owned by the Boisset family. It's about, I guess, 300 acres U.S., and they produce a lot of wine, and they're pioneers in this crew arrangement of uh, developing wines that are better than the ordinary Appalachian brewery. So it would be Chateau, Puree, Brewery, and then Coat something or other. And I, they think that when they redo this Coat and add it, probably be in the next two or three years, uh, they there will have two Grand Crus themselves. But that's a big chunk of land in this part of the world, 250, 300 acres. And uh, it doesn't disappoint. Like you say, those rolling hills just are wonderful. I mean, you you can't imagine a prettier viticultural setting than you can get in Beaujolais. And not only that, the food is incredible. You know, it's just plain home cooking. Not so fancy like the Michelin-starred restaurants you'd go to in Paris or even big cities around France. It's country food and presented beautifully. And, of course, we're fortunate enough today to have that same country food right here in Bone with some very, very different good old friends of ours. Uh, Benoit and his entire family turned out to receive us today and have a French barbecue, and it is wonderful. Salads, barbecued sausage, trays of hors d'oeuvres. I mean, when you come to France, I had an old friend years and years ago said, I always pack heavy, I bring a fork. And that's true because the food here just defies description. It's very, very hard to have a bad meal anywhere in France. And if you're fortunate enough to be invited to someone's home, that's even better because you really do see how they live every day. And, it, and it's a remarkable thing, the cheeses. All of that is just part of their culture here. And it's a hard thing 
to really beat. As, as I said, going to Beaujolais will be a wonderful treat. The tourists haven't discovered Beaujolais yet, so there's lots of wonderful places you can kind of plod around in, go at your own speed, and try these wonderful places in Beaujolais, these different villages that I mentioned before, Bruy, Cote de Bruy, Moulinabant. Moulinabant means the windmill. And I remember, as I said earlier, having a Moulinabant many, many years ago that was 40 or 50 years old. I can't remember which, but it was quite old. And it tasted like a fine old Burgundy. And people are now rediscovering that because that wave of Nouveau Beaujolais, everybody rushed to get in the Nouveau Beaujolais business. You know, it was very financially rewarding because you could sell it right now. You know, the wine business is like any farming business, except sometimes in the wine business, you have to wait three or four years to get your money. So, you know, if you're opening up a winery, you usually haven't even a harvest to sell for the first three or four years. So, in Beaujolais, the same thing is true. And Nouveau, all of a sudden, gave them cash, right away a cash cow. They got their money the year they made it. And everybody jumped into it. It was popular all over the world. And it was wonderful while it happened. But as I say, in the process of doing that, it really killed the market for Beaujolais. And if you really want a wonderful barbecue wine at home there, uh, you know, try a chilled Beaujolais today with your barbecue and that. You won't be disappointed. They're really a marvelous area of the wine world that is being rediscovered in the United States. There's more and more people that are saying, well, you know, this is pretty good. I, maybe I'll try some Beaujolais. Well, don't be the last on your block. Go ahead and try some Beaujolais. Get a little chill on it. Have it with a barbecue. Uh, on a hot day like today or like this coming week, that chilled Beaujolais will make your meal and your barbecue all that much better. And, of course, uh, we at Haskell's have lots of Beaujolais. They just are terrific. And like I said, today, our last day here, we go home tomorrow. We're with dear, dear friends outside of Bone at their home and having a wonderful barbecue and, incidentally, a chilled bottle of Beaujolais, too, in addition to, the, of course, uh, the husband and wife are both in the wine business, and she makes wonderful wines at her family winery, as he does uh, in his company. And we're just thrilled to be here. And I'm telling you, you got to rediscover Gamay. It's the grapevine of Beaujolais, and Beaujolais is, in my opinion, going to be a coming red wine that everybody will want to become familiar with. And if you haven't, please do soon, because you're just going to love it. And particularly, as I said, this next week, where we're going to have a lot of heat in Minnesota, get a bottle of Beaujolais, chill it, and have it with your favorite outdoor picnic or barbecue. You will not be disappointed. In fact, for years and years, when I've said, People need to have a quick picnic with wine. I always said get a bottle of Beaujolais, chill it, get some sausage, some cheese, a little bread. And I'm telling you, that's a hard meal to beat. 
Absolutely. Well, Jack, I, I know, too, that if you uh, enjoy hearing what Jack has to say every week and you didn't write anything down, all you have to do is visit any one of the Haskell's locations. Those good folks will help you out. Indeed. The folks at Haskell's love to talk about wine. They'll put you in touch with a Beaujolais or a Burgundy or whatever you like. And best of all, they'll put you in touch with a bottle of wine that doesn't cost very much. There's a Haskell's near you where you can save big dollars on wine. Haskell's in downtown Minneapolis. We have free parking on Saturday and Sunday. Haskell's at Ridgedale in St. Paul's Highland Village. You'll find the Haskell's, as you will in Bloomington, Excelsior, right at the Excelsior Dock, White Bear Lake, Woodbury, St. Stillwater, Faribault, and Plymouth. And don't forget our really super seller up in Maple Grove, 22,000 square feet of vineyards from all over the world. And believe me, we have lots and lots of Beaujolais and Burgundies at all those stores. And after spending a week here, I can't tell you how much I'm in favor of the wines of this area. They're all remarkable. They're all very good. And basically, there's plenty of them that are very affordable. Fantastic. Well, Jack, uh, I wish you and your family a safe trip back home, and I assume uh, when you're back in CCO land, we'll uh, talk next Saturday on your wine chat. Denny, I'm going to look forward to that. Uh, thank you, sir. And, hap- and happy Father's Day tomorrow, Jack. Happy Father's that, Day. That is right. And today is our last day of Haskell's. Uh, you can't get in it for today, but our cruises, but you can every third Saturday for the next three months would make a great Father's Day gift for either next month or even the one in September where the foliage is great on the St. Croix. Fantastic. That's a great idea. All right, again, Jack, have a safe trip, and uh, let's, uh, let's chat again next Saturday. Thanks, Denny. You bet. Jack Farrell calling in from France this morning. Now, get those uh, lawn and garden questions ready. Looking at that forecast, uh, it's going to be relatively dry, unfortunately. Uh, We have small chances of showers here and there this coming week. Uh, But again, we'll talk lawns and gardens with Julie Weisenhorn from the U of M next hour. So get those lawn and garden questions in mind. Keep those in mind. I can tell you that uh, today we'll hit about 85 We dropped tonight to a low, if you want to call it that, of 69. 96 for Father's Day tomorrow for your Sunday. 96 going to be breezy day tomorrow as well. Uh, Monday, another small chance of showers Monday and Monday night. We're going to get up to near 100 on Monday. Tuesday, near 90. Wednesday, near 87. And even by the end of the week on Friday, near 91. So keep uh, that in mind. Right now, though, let's get you some current information. Southeast winds 13, dew point 49, 56 humidity, partly cloudy on CCO, 65 degrees in the Twin Cities.